Hello, and welcome to The Eagle and Child, the hallowed pub of the Inklings. This is a podcast where each week I share a beer with my friend Matt, and we discuss the writings of the author known to the world as Clive Staples Lewis, C.S. Lewis, or Jack, as he was known to his friends. Today is the inaugural episode, so it's going to be pretty short. This is all about introducing you to the podcast and letting you know what to expect from here onwards. The goal of this podcast is to get more people reading C.S. Lewis and to provide a virtual community where people can read through his works together. And I'd like to begin by giving a little explanation as to the genesis of this podcast. Because you see, here in San Diego, we have a C.S. Lewis reading group, which is also called The Eagle and Child. And when we were putting it together, I had friends from outside of San Diego message me saying that they wished they could be part of our group. And this podcast is a way for them to do just that. Also, as I was preparing the material for our meetings here in San Diego, I went looking for C.S. Lewis podcasts, and I was rather surprised that I pretty much came up empty. And since a C.S. Lewis podcast didn't exist, I thought it would be worth creating. And it's tempting to try and make the perfect podcast, but as long as it doesn't exist, it's not helping anyone. One of my favorite quotations is from G.K. Chesterton. He said, if something's worth doing, it's worth doing badly. Basically, it's better to have something rather than nothing. So we're going to begin by going through one of Jack's most popular apologetics works, Mere Christianity. Now, I said earlier I didn't find any C.S. Lewis podcasts. That's actually not quite true. I did find one podcast where a group of Christians were working their way through the book, but they gave up early into book two. And that was the last episode they ever posted. So we have our benchmark. That's what we've got to beat. So each week, we're going to be looking at a chapter of the book. And over a beer, I'll be discussing the contents with my friend Matt. So Matt, welcome to The Eagle and Child. Oh, thank you, David. I'm excited to be here. As we'll talk about in a little bit, a little bit of our stories, C.S. Lewis has a very special place in my heart because he was the number one person that got me coming back to Christianity. So I'm excited to share this with the listeners, excited to unpack this, to dig into what he talks about, and excited to beat that benchmark of book two, because I'll tell you <laughs> what, book three is where truly, I think, the beauty of C.S. Lewis and mere Christianity lies. Well, before we go any further, let's do this properly. Cheers. If you'd like to follow along at home, Matt and I are currently drinking Blue Moon. It's a popular Belgian white beer from Golden, Colorado. You get it everywhere here in San Diego. Now, Matt and I have only known each other for a comparatively short period of time. We actually met at a party a few months ago, and as tends to happen at parties, the subject of C.S. Lewis came up. Well, that's the sort of thing that happens to me at parties at any rate. And when I heard Matt talk excitedly about C.S. Lewis, I knew we were gonna be friends. It actually reminded me of one of his quotations. In The Four Loves, he writes about friendship and he says, friendship is born in the moment when one person says to another, what, you too? I thought I was the only one. <laughs> and so it was after that party, I decided to start our C.S. Lewis reading group here in San Diego. And so Matt is largely responsible for that group's existence and by extension, this podcast as well. So Matt, please introduce yourself to everyone here at the pub. Yes, well, I echo everything you said with my love for C.S. Lewis. 
Uh, I, I'll never forget, I was giving a talk in church, just a little plug, and as I was giving the talk, before I was giving it, I should say, in preparation, a friend told me, Matt, please just limit it to two C.S. Lewis quotes. I was famous for... <laughs> impossible. It's impossible. That's what I said. <clears throat> and I've, I've actually noticed, as we've had our C.S. Lewis reading group here in San Diego, the number of times I quote him on Facebook or in conversation... You can't limit it to two. That's just crazy. You can't not. And, and if you expand that to G.K. Chesterton, which I put those two together, mm-hmm. now you're just talking half my quotes come from those two guys. But anyways, no, i I really excited for this. When David brought it to me uh, asking to help him co-host this, I was excited because, like I mentioned earlier, C.S. Lewis was the most instrumental character outside of Christ and the Trinity in my spiritual journey to God. I went to Notre Dame, so I went to a Catholic university, but really didn't find, didn't have as strong of a faith then, and actually was falling away from the Catholic Church and was falling away from Christianity in general right around my junior year. And I had the privilege of going to Oxford and studying, which... Everybody should go to England. Oh, it's incredible. I mean, there's there's not a place where there's just so much intellectual curiosity, and combine that with all the gardens around there, it is just stunningly beautiful. Well, coincidentally, during this time, I was really wrestling with does God exist or not, and I was getting into the Richard Dawkins debate. He happened to be at the college that I was at, and so I got a chance to talk with him once, ask him some questions on his book. I just finished a God delusion, went to a lot of different debates of whether he exists or not, philosophically based, scientifically based. Long story short, a buddy reaches out to me and just says, you know what, Matt, I think you need some C.S. Lewis, and I had never read him. Coincidentally, I was walking out the door of my apartment was right across from Maudlin College, which is where Lewis taught. And so I went to Addison's Walk, which is where he converted to Christianity, and it's this gorgeous deer park. And so when I was there, I ended up reading Mere Christianity, and I, I, I think what it is about the book, which I hope you guys, the listeners, can hear when we talk about this, is there's a beauty in what C.S. Lewis is describing. When he, book three, talking about Christian behavior, Christian morality— I was really struggling because I I was at a point in my life where I was living for the world and was finding just so much emptiness. And then I'm reading Mere Christianity, and it wasn't book one or two, which we're going to go through, which are these arguments for the existence of God. It was really book three and the beauty of it that I thought to myself, wow, there's just so much truth here. This makes sense. I love this. And so he opened up my heart to it. And, and Christianity is what I mean. And so that Lewis is a key player in my life, and I just continue reading him and excited to go through this podcast. I hope you guys love him as much as I do. Now, you see, I was brought up with C.S. Lewis, specifically the Chronicles of Narnia. I think they are probably some of the earliest books I can ever remember being read to me. This was how my parents would usually get me to go to bed. Yeah. If I washed and brushed my teeth, then we get a little <laughs> bit of The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And it wasn't until my mid-twenties that I started rereading them. I was actually reading them to the children in my godson's family. And I remember being struck how beautiful they were and also how saturated with Christianity. That I knew the stories well as a child, but so much of it went right over my head. And so as I rediscovered them, it got me into reading some of Jack's other books. I actually started with Surprised by Joy, which I didn't enjoy at the time. But it got me onto mere Christianity, and that was what got me hooked on Lewis. What do you think it was about mere Christianity that got you hooked? So me, Christian behavior, his description of that was so beautiful. What, do, what was it for you? I think it was the way in which Jack just approaches the existence of God 
in a step-by-step logical fashion. I don't think I'd ever read a book that attempted to prove the existence of God in such a rational way. So that on the one hand, but on the other is Lewis's argument from desire. Yes. And we're gonna get into this and I'm gonna get all fanboy. <laughs> Lewis described a reality I recognized. He spoke about something in our hearts not being quite satisfied with this world. And that being something that is pointing us towards the fact that we were made for another world. And I've often said, I think the argument from desire is one of the weakest arguments in terms of intellectual rigor. It's not got a proof in the same way that some of Aquinas's five ways are proofs, but it's one that I hear and just resonates in me. I host a website called The Restless Pilgrim. And so that idea of there's something in the human heart that knows that it wants more, that it's not satisfied with a little bit of truth or goodness or beauty, that it wants all the truth, goodness and beauty, so much so that it can't come from this world, that it must come from another, that it must come from an infinite source. So for me, it's those two sides of Lewis. On the one hand, very rational, very logical. And on the other, the fact that he just describes reality and something that I have within me that just resonates very deeply. I'm really glad you actually brought that up because that's what I was trying to describe, but uh, you put it a lot more eloquently than I did. It's just the accent. (laughs) (laughs) You do have that advantage. But it was at Oxford, it was when I was was trying, I thought I should be super happy there. Like for how I was living my life, I thought, okay, this is the pinnacle of it. I mean, at least for what I could achieve at that point in my life, I should be extremely happy putting my life in accomplishments and achieving more. And that was the most miserable I think I've ever been. And so indirectly, it was that desire. It was, I had searched everywhere else in the world. I'd lived for the world, lived among the world, and wasn't feeling that, that, that joy, that fulfillment. And as I'm reading Mere Christianity, it was the thing that I thought, you know, if I live this way, this seems like this actually is what satisfies the desire that I've been searching all over the world for. And, and what I didn't mention is I had traveled to uh, India, I traveled to Nicaragua, I traveled to Israel, I was going all over, like trying to find this just meaning or purpose or fulfillment. And sure enough, it was in a book. <laughs> in Oxford, in England. Exactly. Where all truth resides. Yes, yeah, more directly, though, it's in our Lord and Savior. But uh, Lewis pointed me to that. Mm-hmm. So that was all we really wanted to do this episode. We just wanted to introduce ourselves and let you know what you can expect in the future. But one last thing probably remains to be said. We are not experts. We're enthusiasts. We don't have doctorates in C.S. Lewis or even in English literature. We just love his writing and want to share it with other people. And we hope that you'll read along with us as we work our way through, first of all, mere Christianity. And for as long as the Lord permits, the rest of Lewis's canon. I like that, the rest of Lewis's canon. (laughs) And that was the bartender ringing the bell, signaling its last call for drinks. So since the pub's going to be closing soon, please like and subscribe in iTunes or Google Play. If you're feeling especially generous, write us a review. I know you've only heard one episode so far, but trust me, it's going to be great. (laughs) And if you'd like to contact us, you can reach us either through my website, which is restlesspilgrim.net. And we also have a Twitter account. It's at Pints with Jack. Yeah, so we're going to be discussing the book. And as 
David pointed out we're not experts. Uh, we're coming from a Catholic perspective, too. And so if you disagree with anything or you have any questions or comments, please tweet us. We would love to hear your thoughts. We like to argue like we're right and hopefully listen like we're wrong. Exactly. So it's time for the sign-off. And our sign-off is a line from the final book of the Chronicles of Narnia, The Last Battle. So until next time, further up and further in. Cheers. <laughs>